everyone. This is Lead Destinations Content Strategist Daniela Breck for meetings today. I'm here with my colleagues, Christoph and Sandra, to chat about meeting on location in the Anaheim area in California. How are you both doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Doing uh, great. Thanks for having me on. Great, so just before we dive in to give our listeners a little bit of background information about Anaheim, uh, it's a city in Southern California in Orange County, just outside of LA. Uh, it's perhaps most famous for being home to Disneyland, but it's also a popular meeting city because it's home to the biggest convention center on the West Coast. And they have some pretty fabulous weather over there, about 300 days of sunshine a year and an average temperature of 70 degrees. So Christoph and Sandra were recently in the area for a meeting. So do you guys want to tell us about how you got to Anaheim? Was the travel easy and where was your meeting located? Sure, I'll go ahead and start. This is Sandra. So I flew into SNA, Santa Ana, and I've flown into that airport probably 20 times in the last uh, three or four years. I really like that airport. Um, it's very easy to get in and out of. If you need to rent a car, I like airports where the rental car is right across uh, the street where you don't have to get on a shuttle and, and take that. That really just adds to the overall travel time where I might pick an Uber in, instead. But um, at SNA, it's just it's pretty easy in and out. And that, that was my choice. It's also some good times. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Christoph Trapp here. And so I actually ended up flying into Long Beach Airport uh, really kind of a small airport and it's mostly outdoors. So welcome to Southern California. You can't do that in Iowa. Um, but it was super, super cool. You, you, you got there and you walked outside and you were outside while you were still in the secure area. On my way back, I actually um, got a little bit ahead of myself uh, time-wise and I worked there um, you know, for a couple hours sitting outside after clearing security. The other nice thing when it comes to air travel into that area of the country, there is so many options. So I'll give you an example. I Just like Sandra, I was going to fly into Santa Ana to begin with, but then we had bad storms. One day it was in Dallas, so that flight didn't take off, and I moved to a later flight. And then the next day I was going to fly through O'Hare, and then O'Hare had winter storms in, um, you know, in April. <laughs> yeah, great, good times, right? Um, so I actually moved. Uh, I called. And they said, that's not a problem. We have all kinds of airports in that, that part of the country because you can fly into Santa, Santa Ana, you can fly into Long Beach, which I enjoyed very much, and you can fly into Burbank, LAX, which is um, a little further away. And then there's another one, I want to say Ontario or something like that. So plenty of options air travel-wise. And I have flown into to Burbank. Again, if you are in that area, it's a very easy airport to get in and out of. Doesn't if you're having meetings, it doesn't take as much time to save for the flight. If you're going to LAX, you need extended time for travel. You need extended time to get through security. So I can stay at meetings longer if I'm at Burbank um, or SNA, and, and same for Christoph where he was traveling. So that could mean the difference of staying. Um, another night or not and so even if it's a little bit more expensive it might save you time um, one of the disadvantages though of being on the west coast and flying out is there are very few options after about uh, four o'clock 
So if you cannot get out, get done with your meeting or the conference and get to the airport, you either have to stay till the next morning or you really have a red eye, which means you sit there until about nine. And there's usually, you know, for us in Iowa, two legs, but uh, kind of a long delay. So that is one of the disadvantages, you know, and to make sure that you kind of plan around that with your time. So these smaller airports allow you to have, you know, a full morning and then still be able to get out. Right. And one, one more thing, one more thing before Danielle will remind us that this is not an air travel podcast. I do have one more thing with all those airports. So I'm actually going to VidCon in um, July, which is very, very close to where we just were in Anaheim, the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, and that's in July. And the way we're flying is we, we fly into Burbank, take an Uber down, which is about uh, 45 minutes or something like that. Uh, $60, $60, I think, for um, for that. And then on the way home, we fly out of Santa Ana. So in other parts of the country, you might not be able to do a multi-city hop, but just by doing that multi-city hop, uh, we saved us quite a bit of money. So for the budget conscious, um, something to keep in mind. Definitely. Um, so moving on from air travel, in terms of venue options, what did you guys experience while you were there? Um, how big were the meetings you were attending? And what did you notice as big advantages or disadvantages of the spaces you were in? Well, one of the nice things of the conference was there was several breakouts and they were able to be fairly close. I think it's difficult if you have a couple of breakouts that are you know, down an escalator or on another floor. Sometimes people don't want to go to those sessions as, as easily because it means moving and you might be late. So I think proximity-wise, um, the more you can have your meeting spaces all together, the easier it is. And then we actually moved to another room for lunch, and which was, which was fine. So we walked just a little bit for lunch, but we were able to have our meetings all fairly close. So I think that was you know, one of my favorite things of the um, location. So the, the conference was at the Hyatt Regency um, hotel. Um, the, uh, the setup I thought was very well done. One of the hardest things, of course, for event planners always is to figure out uh, what size room to set up for each session. Um, you know, like how, how do you know this kind of, this amount of people will show up? I thought from what I saw, they did a very nice job picking the right size room for the different um, sessions. It was really close. That was, I'm always a big fan. There's some uh, convention centers and, and, and hotels um, with event space around the country where you have to, you know, allocate 30 minutes between sessions to get to the next session just because you have to walk forever and ever. So that's uh, maybe that's a little bit of an overstatement, but very, very close together. Um, and the other thing I enjoy too is there's a number of hotels right around that location. I mean, I'm just looking at the map here, you know, probably eight, 10 hotels right there within walking distance, although, um, you know, West Chapman Avenue is relatively busy, so you can't cross it at every, um, every uh, location, you have to go to the intersection, but um, certainly a lot of places to stay right in that immediate area. And I think they did a really nice job with the conference setup. This was the first time I've seen at every single table, there was a power strip. Now, does that mean it's encouraging people to multitask and work? They're probably going to do it anyway. 
Um, but it was nice to see that there was, you know, power strips, so there was always ability to charge. The other thing is they made sure for all of the keynote speakers that they had the slides in front of them on the floor. That allows the speaker to be able to, you know, not have to stay behind a podium or look back at the screen. So they were more engaging. And, and you see that at some uh, more advanced conferences, but I, I think that was just default to their setup. So I really appreciated that just from an attendance experience. But sure. of course, you know, Sandra, Sandra, the, the power strips are not for working. They are so people can tweet the session. That's yeah. right. It's the marketing. <laughs> and they, you know, at different conferences, of course, they all have their different apps and have their promotions and their challenges that the challenges that they, they put out, not challenges of the app, but to get people to engage and to do that, to share within the app and on. Right. Um, outside of the work that you guys were doing during the day, did you have any opportunities to take advantage of the nice weather in Anaheim, whether that was at some outdoor dining venues or some extracurricular activities outside of the work hours? Well, Christoph, I feel like I'm going first every time, so go ahead and jump in. <laughs> you are jumping right in, that's great. Um, so the, the first thing I did in the morning, you know, the weather is nice, the, the sun rises relatively early. I don't remember exactly what time, but it, I, it seemed like it was pretty early because we had a relatively early start to the day. Um, I went on a run in the morning um, up and down West Chapman and then over into the neighborhood. Um, that worked well. Are there other trails? I don't know, um, but that worked pretty well to, um, to kind of get off the main strip right there. I don't know, did you do anything, Sandra, or did you, you work in the morning? Well, the one thing about going to California is it feels like you have an extended day because you can still get a couple hours worth of work in for meetings before you even go to the conference. So it makes for long days. I, I also didn't play fo football for a division one uh, school, so I'm not super comfortable running on the back roads by myself. Um, so I probably wouldn't have done what, what Christoph did unless I was with a group, um, just because I don't know the area as well, but did check out the, the workout facilities. But that is, you know, something if there's a way to get a group together and, and understand the, the trails in the process. Yep. And nothing happened. I was ter perfectly safe. Nobody approached me or anything, but good, good point. feels very safe. There's tons of tourists, tons of families all the time. I mean, in, in a way it's a disadvantage because there's so many people everywhere and families. And if you're kind of there for business, maybe you don't want to have breakfast and lunch with, you know, all the kids. But at the other time, it feels very safe because people are walking back from Disney and they're there, you know, late, later at night or early morning. So the environment does feel very safe. Right. Yeah, and then, and then the one night, um, so the, the, the first night, I guess, for the conference, we went, at, we actually went to the fifth uh, rooftop bar right there in Anaheim on South Harbor Boulevard. I enjoyed that very much, Sandra. Um, how about you? Yeah, I think it's a very uh, beautiful location. It was pretty cold that night, but they had their heaters on, so I would say 
California is designed to handle that cold weather with all of their outdoor heaters. Otherwise, it would not have been, um, you would not have been able to be up top there. It would have been way too cold, especially with the, the wind. But they make sure that their outdoor space is usable mm -hmm. as many months as possible. And one of the neat things that they did was they timed our event with the Disney fireworks. So that's a free um, thing that you can offer to your attendees if you pick a location that you can view the fireworks is you, know, you, you get to end with a fireworks display uh, <laughs> all, all for free. Yeah, and we actually, you know, oh, go ahead, Christoph. I was just gonna say, Sandra, you were kidding. There was fireworks while we were up there? I didn't see them, did I? <laughs> Maybe I left and went to bed. Was it late? <laughs> Yeah, it was a little after you left, but just uh, yep, the timing with the, the fireworks, which is a good point. If you do want to offer fireworks, you should see how long you want to have your event be, and, and then work backwards. Right. Yeah, because I, I did leave and I went to bed. And then the other thing, though, the sunset was beautiful, like just even the way, um, in, you know, how it was all located. And, and I thought the sunset was beautiful while we were up there. So I don't remember what time the party started. Uh, six o'clock, maybe. Is that, does that sound right to you? Yep, I think it was six. Yep. And then, you know, an hour and a half later or so, we have the beautiful sunset. Yeah, we actually, uh, right now, for our listeners, we have an article about outdoor spaces, host meetings and events in the Anaheim and Orange County area, and the fifth rooftop bar was one of our featured locations, and you can actually book out the rooftop for a private event. It's 5,000 square feet. And like Sandra and Christoph said, you can coordinate to time your events so you see the Disneyland fireworks show, which is pretty cool. I, the second night I did a dinner with a group of, um, a group of attendees. I wasn't coordinating it, but we had just finished a, kind of a focus group and then we were moving into the dinner. And they did struggle to find a location for dinner like a day or two ahead, just because you do have a lot of other competing events. You have a ton of visitors. So the one thing is if you have people who want to kind of go off on their own and have some, some group dinners, they do need to plan ahead. Several went to downtown Disney, but even then, you know, you were either like at five o'clock or at 10 o'clock type of thing for dinner. So that, that is definitely a challenge and one that you'd want to make sure that you've reserved some times ahead. Good tip. Great, well, do you guys have anything else to add about the Anaheim area? And do you have any plans to go back soon? Well, actually, I'm just booking my next trip back <laughs> in two weeks. So there's um, a lot of activity, but I will just give one tip when the Uber driver picked me up um, that specific location is one mile short of giving the Uber driver an alert that says it's a long trip. And he said several times people will be going to LAX and they'll call um, for an Uber driver. Well, to drive to LAX, depending on the time, could be two to three hours. To drive to Santa Ana was about 25 minutes. So they would cancel on them often if they didn't want to do that drive. So he's, he, the first thing he asked me when he picked me up is, which airport are you going to, just to make sure that I, I have that right. 
So you might want to make sure you're planning for that a little bit of extra time if you were going to LAX because you are right on the border of um, the Uber notification for long distance. The, uh, the other thing to keep in mind too is, and, and this does not always work, and I've only seen it work a few times, uh, when you drive long distances with a Lyft or an Uber, sometimes one-way rentals are actually cheaper. I've seen that a few times now. So it's something to think about if, you know, if you can drop it off somewhere. Um, just like Sandra, Danielle, I'm also heading back in July, um, heading to VidCon. Uh, which of course is um, a, a big video content creator conference, um, and so looking forward to to going back to um, to the area at that time. One thing I think would be nice if you know meeting planners could figure out a easy way to do a ride share sharing. So you'll stand outside and you'll see three, four, or five people all jump in an Uber or Lyft to go to the same airport. You know, it would be nice yeah. as an attendee if there was a way, you know, without having to ask all of my new friends that I, that I just made, hey, what time are you going and could I, you know, share a ride with you or, you know, or this or that. And I think that would be. So that's a, that's a really good idea. And, and that's a really good idea. And the way they did that at IBTM, which is in Barcelona, one of the uh, big event planner conferences last year, um, they actually had. You know how they have the counters for the airlines? They had two counters that were IBTM travel at the airport. So when you got there, you would walk up and then they put you on a bus or I don't, I don't really know what they put you on because when I got there, there was nobody there and I took a cab. Um, but that's, so they have these uh, buses for attendees, right? Probably at the beginning of the conference and then at the end. So that is actually a really good idea to keep in mind to, to work on the, um, the transportation. I'm already, you know, I'm thinking of content marketing where last year, Sandra, everybody gets there at the same time and everybody calls an Uber or a Lyft and now everybody is surging and everybody has right. their own Lyft. We, you know. And I don't like the shared vans where they take you to around 15 different hotels, but this would be different because you'd be leaving the conference going directly to the airport. Um, so you wouldn't have that waste while you're riding around. But even if it's, hey, share share a ride, um, you know, find other people that are leaving at nine, nine thirty, ten, ten thirty, you know, that type of thing would be helpful. Right. Yeah, and you know the other the 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 final thing for mine to keep in mind is when you look at Anaheim, especially on the map, Sandra, as you noted earlier, is it does have a very odd shape. So I guess what that means is that sometimes you're standing across the, the road and you're in a totally different city, but you are still really in that same area. So just something to keep in mind, the hotel I stayed in uh, is called Anaheim um, Marriott Suites, but it's actually in Garden Grove. And then the hotel right next to it is called Wyndham Anaheim Garden Grove. And then we have another hotel here um, that's called Embassy Suites by Hilton Anaheim South. And then we have a Hampton Inn Suites LA. Anaheim, and they're all within one block of each other. Mm -hmm. That did confuse uh, my driver on the way out because the name was different than the actual city it was in. Good things to keep in mind when traveling anywhere, for sure. Anaheim, especially, it sounds like. Um, well, thanks 
you guys for sharing your insights on Anaheim since you're both going back. Please report back on new things that you learn next time that you're there. Um, and in the meantime, for our listeners, make sure you go check out our recent story on Anaheim at radiostoday.com. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you.